0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time to refresh your wardrobe with the season's hottest trends at the Black Sheep Boutique. Don't blend in this spring. Stand out with the Black Sheep Boutique with two locations to serve you in Tupelo or Saltillo or online at the Black Sheep Boutique, Tupelo.com.
1: In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome, folks, to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar, reminding us all, including me, because sometimes I need an extra slap on the back, a slap on the back of the head. Wake up. There's certainly many wonderful things to do, cultural, historical, flat-out fun, right here in Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out what I'm talking about. All right, my guest today on In a Mississippi Minute is really making his a second appearance the first time we were he was out on the farm uh and it was uh sort of uh, cell issues so it was a little difficult to understand him which is difficult anyway at times but uh he's a, he's got a clear signal he's bought a house around uh i guess closer to music row he kept his farm i want to talk to him about that we shared the stage and laughs more times than i can count we've written songs together played golf together I consider him part of the family. His first hits, he wrote uh, as an artist on the band Trick Pony. Uh, Just incredible, uh, talented artist. Uh, But he's had hits that he's written for Montgomery Gentry. uh, Just so many. And lately, lately, well, we were supposed to be doing this interview, I guess, uh, a few months ago. I could have said he had the number one song in the land on Billboard, which he did then on Aaron Lewis, where he co-produced the record uh maybe he produced it i don't know i'm sure he worked with aaron on that and they probably did a joint thing they wrote the song together they're on fire and they're on the road and uh i just love it so i want to catch up with my pal when you're mentored by the great johnny cash and mel tillis and they let you in their world well that says it all about this man's talent his heart it's unparalleled i can't tell you i haven't i've met few people i love more than ira dean what's up ira
2: Steve, man, I'm gonna uh, let's just end the interview with, with that intro. That was amazing.
1: Okay, we're all done, folks. And the Mississippi minute is over. That was Ira Dean. I don't
2: want, I don't want to ruin this
3: after that.
2: <laughs>
1: no, <It's>
3: can't.
1: <laughs> hey, buddy. Okay, I'm so excited to have you on. First of all, tell me about how you and Aaron Lewis developed this great relationship. Um, it's tough having the number one song in the land. You and I both know that. Even when you're on fire. Right, and you got all the money and the label and everything behind you. You guys just seem to be a great marriage. Take me back to the beginning of that relationship and what's been going on with you guys.
2: Okay, well, first, this is it's funny. So I met Aaron. In 2001, I used to host a golf tournament down in Miami somewhere, and we brought Aaron in. And, uh, he was still with Stained at that time, or just getting, uh, just leaving the band, and we became friends, and we hung out together, and then there was a big hiatus where I didn't see him forever. And then, um, he got into the country world, and, uh, James Stroud was producing a record on him, and, uh, everything was going great. And I kept asking him to write, and he was, he was not a co-write guy ever. He always wrote wrote his stuff through staying by himself. And I remember him telling me, he goes, Ira, you're part of the cancer kill in that town. I don't like this new country music, and you guys are ruining it. And I said, dude, I don't just write you know, I don't, I write everything man. And so uh, God, I'd say 10 years of asking him to write one day he called me up and said hey man i need a place to crash can i come over and hang out and i need to laugh and i said come on over man spend the night so i came over and after 10 years or so of bugging him to write he looks at me and goes okay let's just get this out of the way so you'll quit asking <laughs> and and so we wrote a song and uh he's like man this is great and so then we wrote we wrote two songs that night of course and then, yeah yeah and then always night, overachieving you know yeah he'd just knock out two and he ended up cutting one on a record and then um he'd come over from time to time he matter of fact i buddy cannon produced that record i remember buddy calling me he goes how did you get a co-write out of aaron and i said 10 years of begging <laughs> and um then me and aaron just you know started running together hanging out more um you know he's he's from up north but he's and i'm from north carolina I'm, from a dirt road in North Carolina, and, but somehow, you know, he's a big hunter, um, big fisherman. He, he should have been born in North Carolina or Mississippi, but, you know, we just got along. We, we do the same kind of things. We hang out. We see life pretty much the same way, and um, I, I ended up getting a couple more songs on his next album, and then um, this album came up, and uh, he asked me to go out and open up shows for him to uh, go on tour with him. And so I went out on the road uh last the year before last right when covid hit we had like 70 shows booked right. and then that whole tour got canceled. So we just kind of hung out, wrote songs, chilled out, fished, hunted, all that stuff and uh then uh you know we started doing shows again, started writing and I remember we wrote Am I the only one in March. Right. And I called my girlfriend, and I said, I really think I got a good one with Aaron. And she's like, really? And we went out on the road that next day. We played, um, I can't remember if Atlanta was our first show, and he goes, I'm going to play it tonight. And he brought out lyric sheets <laughs> and read it and got a standing ovation. And I called my girlfriend up, I, and she was supposed to come to the show in St. Augustine, I think, maybe, three shows later, and uh, I said, I said, this thing's getting standing ovations everywhere we play. I said, you got to see this. So she came to the show and watched it, and, of course, standing ovation went crazy. And people were singing along with it like <laughs> they knew the words. <laughs> yeah. And Scott Borchetta, um came out and, and uh, said, you know, before I even uh, came out of the road, he wanted Aaron to do a completely unplugged album. He heard Aaron just with a acoustic guitar at the Ryman, and said, I want that on an album. So fast forward... We, um they go in to cut that, that unplugged album and his manager who was co-producing the record with him, Ben Kitterman, called me up and said, Hey man, we start cutting the album tomorrow. Why don't you come on in and hang out? And I said, yeah, man, I got to write from 10 to 2. I I'd come in after that. And he goes, no, be there at 10, uh, right at first note. And I said, all right. So I went there at first note <clears throat> and uh, I said, man, you you know, you mind if I make a couple suggestions on this and <laughs> that and the other and tell the, to play what to play, and he's like, no, go ahead, man, go ahead. So I went in there and did that, and I made a couple more adjustments, and finally Ben called Aaron out of the vocal booth and said, hey, Ira, can you excuse us for a little bit? And I said, sure, no problem, man. And I thought I'd made a mad yeah, yeah. by kind of taking the session over. <laughs> and uh, they called me back in and said, hey, man, we've been talking, and um, we want you to co-produce this thing. I love it. A yeah. Killer. Yeah. So that was the beginning of it. You know that was the beginning of me and Aaron truly working together, other than writing songs. We camped up in the studio for three months, three and a half months, and uh, wrote songs and uh, recorded and and put this album out.
1: Was it on your in your studio era that you guys? Were no, no,
2: no. We recorded downtown at Big Loud.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah.
2: there on Sixteenth. Uh, some some of the vocals we did at the Love Shack, this little smoky, dingy overdub room. I've got me
1: a car and it's as big as a well. We're about (laughs) to set sail. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, but we uh, ended up going to the Love Shack. I mean, uh, getting out of the Love Shack because there was too much smoke. Actually, (laughs) the building next to ours complained about the smoke on uh, 17th. So we had to, we called up uh, Big Loud and recorded the rest of the record there.
1: You can still smoke in a studio? Is that. Um,
2: I quit smoking, but aaron smokes twenty four seven
1: you've always used you know you either have a pencil in your head, hair over by your ear, or a cigarette, but I've never seen you really smoke it. It just sits there
2: oh yeah, yeah. it's a bad i I quit in august finally <laughs> um it was I was down to my my last bad habit, you know, yeah, yeah, hey, you
1: know you brought something up a minute ago first of all, when you get the crowds approval, there's a different version of that there's one that tells you it sort of reminds you of the feeling you get when you're friends that you, you know you're trying to write that song and you're writing your tail off and you know certain ones have a certain thing about it that can't be denied so when you wrote it and you felt like okay wait a minute this is something it's about our it's about the times you know and what we' were all going through when you can touch on things when we're especially when we're in tragedy uh, uh, going through tragic tough uh crazy times and you can write about that and offer a line of hope but also be really honest with it a lot of times it Mm -hmm. works i'm steve azar you're in a mississippi minute we're gonna be right back but while i disappear with my dear friend ira dean hit maker producer just incredible artist go to visit mississippi.org to find out the incredible artist we'll be right back
5: cleaning providers show
4: up last night? With the current labor market, you have to trust your keys to those that care. That's why it's time to change to Janny King, the king of clean. Trust your keys to our local franchise owners and our 35 years of experience to make sure your building is clean and healthy. For your clean and healthy building, go to JanneKingCleans.com. That's JanneKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Janny King, the king of clean.
0: Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Supertalk Mississippi.
3: For me, for me, for me, for me, and I'll shine a real scream. Parting
4: to hit me one more time. He yeah, left,
3: I cried. I'm lost inside, why me?
1: Rolling down a Mississippi, right? Visit Mississippi.org. The fingers to the check it out please trust me I'm with my pal Ira Dean and we are getting into it right now we talk about Ira and I are getting a little up there in age I'm older than Ira
2: and uh and but you don't look it though well you I feel do. it can I feel it can I feel it? No, you don't feel it. You still you still get the ball great. It. You look great. I look like an open bag of leaves in the front Stop yard. It. Stop it, man. You look great.
1: You're in great shape. Yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. You getting in great shape. First of all, wait, before you do that, Am I the Only One is the title, right? Am I exactly right or no?
2: Yes. Okay. Am I in the Only One? Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. Aaron Lewis, it's, You know what? Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm happy to say this. Since 1958, there's only been nine songs debut at number one. Mm. And... Hmm. That it debuted at number one. It was the ninth song ever to debut on Billboard's Hot Country Chart, uh, Hot Country Songs chart, since 1958. It was the ninth song ever wow. to debut at number one. Wow! And it sold m- more units than any debut in the last three and a half years.
1: <laughs> that's, we're sitting here talking about all the streaming and everything, and even the word, the fact that you can use the word "sell." That's a I mean it's an anomaly now in our business and it, that must have been something special cuz you think about Taylor Swift records you think about a lot of records that have been out there that people have to have a actual physical copy well a digital copy right whatever yeah. copy it is digital paying for mm-hmm. it and wanting to own it that is I mean I that's just incredible and um you know it's always timely in our business right but yeah yeah relationships to me you know you use that 10 Ten-year rule with Aaron. It was ten years with R.C. Bannon and I. Played golf together all the time. And we never wrote a song. We finally did. And I don't have to be meet on Monday. And that was game on. But we just refused to write together because we just didn't want to do it. And, um, yeah. we, I mean, it's sitting there the whole time, these opportunities, but, you know, God's got a plan and he's sort of going like, you guys are about dumb as bricks that I put y'all together all this time ago. Now you had to convince Aaron and like I said, I get the not, the not writing with, you know, well, since I've been home, I love writing alone. I love it. I've always loved it. I did it before I went to town. You did it before you went to town, but you also joined a band. And when you guys, trick pony, you and Heidi and Keith uh, started to erupt onto the scene, which you did, um, First of all, I was very proud of you guys. Second of all, um, you guys were co-writing, right? So you got sort of used to this thing, and y'all were becoming a thing. Um, take me back to coming to Nashville because, like I said, the last time you and I talked, uh, it was a little fuzzy. So folks need to understand the relationship with with John Carter and you know obviously you had with him oh yeah and take me back a little bit how you and johnny cash and mel tillis even just the respect that they had for you and the the respect and admiration you obviously had for them how it all came about
2: well um i moved to town in 1990 i was a maintenance man in north carolina and i got electrocuted and realized i was a really horrible maintenance man so i was i came to nashville in hopes of I was actually a drummer at the time. I went to college for drums for music and came to town just trying to land a drumming gig. And uh, but I played guitar, I played bass, I played piano. I, in my family, you had to play instruments, you know. So I've been playing whatever was in my hands since I was probably six or seven. Yeah. But um, I came to town and I was I could not make a living. I was playing this little uh, bar. Called the Bell Cove Club for $30 a night and all the beer I could drink, which was awesome because I was underage. And I was driving a Chevette with no floorboard in it. Had one of those temporary donut tires because I had a flat. I couldn't make a living. And um, I was getting ready to go back home and beg for my job back. And um, this redheaded kid, I called him a kid. He was a year younger than me. Came in and said, hey, man, what's your story? I really like what you're doing. I was up there playing guitar and singing songs. And I said, man, uh, I'm getting ready to go back home, probably beg for my job back, you know. he said, man, you can stay here at my, I got a house on the lake, you know, I got a boat, you you know, you can stay there, you won't have to pay a a dime for rent, you know. And uh, I said, you sure? Yeah. He goes, that'll help you out. And I said, yeah. And he goes, "Um, all right, let me go home and ask my parents. (laughs) And he went home and asked his parents, and they wanted to come back to this, club and see who the heck was going to be hanging out, I guess. I don't know. But his parents have to be Johnny Cash and June Carter. Yeah, yeah. And so I went from paying 200 bucks a month for a couch that I couldn't afford, mm. staying in the living room, <clears throat> to living in the round bedroom at John's house, waking up every morning to Johnny singing Drunken Ira Hayes, Making Me Eggs. <laughs> and and Big John just took a liking to me. And, of course, John Carter, the whole Cash family, really took me in as one of their own. They're just great folks and and great people. And uh, me and John Carter have been friends. I mean, you know, John passed in 2003. And uh, me and John Carter have been friends. You know, we've stayed in touch. We lost touch there for a while because Trick Pony was so busy. But um, matter of fact, he called me up after John died. They found 100 poems um, in a drawer that Johnny wrote, and he had this idea of giving them to artists and let them make songs out of them. And we and record him, and he, came, he he called me up. at first, he said, "Hey, man, can you come in and play guitar and bass on some of the stuff?" So I played on the Jamie Johnson sessions and uh, played bass and guitar on that stuff. And of course, you know, on that first go around, there was Elvis Costello, Chris Cornell before he died, um, yeah. Allison Krauss, Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson. I mean, everybody came out there. And then uh, they wanted uh, Columbia Records wanted a volume two after that. So John Carter called me up and said, hey, man, I want you to co-produce this. Yeah. And so I came in and brought in um, um, Aaron Lewis, of course, um, Blues Traveler guys. Um,
1: Steve Azar. Well, we yeah. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I didn't get my invitation. Yeah. This, is where get, this is where, folks, it gets a little uncomfortable right now.
2: No, man. Come on, <laughs> I'm man. I'm you messing with you. Me. Did you. get Did you get Marty Stewart? Uh, yeah, Marty's on there.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's after, good. Our boy after
2: all that was done um, John Carter gave me a poem and said hey man I want you to sing on this thing and make this into a song so um, wow. I was writing with David Lee Murphy later on that week and we were not writing nothing I said hey man I got this poem of Johnny Cash's I'm supposed to make it to a song you want to help me and he's like yeah so we wrote a chorus to these poem this poem and kind of made two verses out of what he said and then I went back in and uh Mm-hmm. we brought a band in and recorded it and I got Allison Krauss to come in and sing harmonies for yeah, me yeah, I, heard it. I,
1: re- I heard it while you were making it, it was, was unbelievable
2: it was, and we were just trying to make a you know, make a, a album, I wanted it to sound like 1960's Johnny Cash you know mm-hmm. and so we just, you know, boom chicka boomed it all yeah. the way through it and it, it, it did great, we shot a video on it with Kid Rock and um, <laughs> Aaron that. and Ronnie Dunn I was, I've been writing with Ronnie Dunn a bunch lately Um, So I I was telling him about it, and so he got in the video. And just a bunch of my friends, Eddie Montgomery and some of my hunting buddies from Bone Collector, we had a good time making that video.
1: So how can folks listen to that album?
2: Uh, You can go to any social platform, streaming or whatever, or go to iTunes or anywhere you get a record. Go up and look up um, Forever Words, Johnny Cash, and it's on Columbia Records. And it's got, I, I think we ended up cutting... 22 sides for that wow. thing total wow wow yeah we were in there for we were in the studio for probably a year wow. cutting on that
1: well we're going to take the a
2: lumineers is yeah. on it oh that's cool I mean, that's cool You're yeah i mean everybody's on it
1: wow well we're talking to ira dean uh he's my true pal uh just uh, great getting to catch up with all of you all my friends out here in Mississippi and beyond—you know this thing actually get, gets played all over the country in some parts of the world. But it all starts well, in it Mississippi is for to you, me, man. No, no, no. That's that's funny. That's funny. But you do get to play DJ right now into the break. We, now that we've talked about this, you know what? Why don't, can we? Why don't we hear that song that you wrote with David Lee Murphy in honor of Johnny Cash? And you wrote it with Johnny well, Cash. Well, and Johnny. Yeah.
2: And Johnny Cash. It's yeah. a three-way ride. Yeah, you cool. go ahead and intro Brilliant.
1: intro it for us real quick with the end of the break.
2: All right, let's take you into the break. Oh, God, uh, let me remember the title of it. My brain's going hundred miles an hour. Let it be tonight. Okay. Hey, y'all, this is Ira Dean, <laughs> and you're getting ready to listen to a song I wrote with Johnny Cash and David Lee Murphy off the Forever Words album called Let It Be Tonight.
1: Oh yeah. You go to visit Mississippi.org while you're listening. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Azar with my pal, Ira
2: Dean. Let it be tonight. Let it be Tonight,
3: tonight, tonight, tonight,
2: tonight. Let it be tonight. Let it be tonight.
1: online.com guarantee bank member fdic
5: from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today sunny conditions high near 72 tonight mostly clear low around 43 your saturday mostly sunny high near 62 degrees saturday evening a slight chance of rain low around 28 and for your sunday sunny skies high near 50 degrees
4: Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment and Gluckstat is ready to help you with all your pre-season service needs on both Exmark and Skag mowers. <laughs> Harley has teamed up with Exmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Harley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck.
3: Sounds like a deal.
4: Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new X Mark or Skag Zero turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock X Mark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special.
3: This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. If
2: lawmakers don't act soon, the state will again be under contract with Centene for several more years. The St. Louis-based company agreed to a $55.5 million
4: settlement with Mississippi after an investigation revealed that they were overcharging for pharmacy
2: benefits. On the House floor yesterday, Representative Becky Curry offered an amendment to a bill that would force a change.
5: When my amendment I said that we needed
4: a nonprofit company from Mississippi to take the place of this company, if you want your hospitals to continue not be paid, your doctors and so forth, don't vote for it. Thank
5: you. The question now occurs on amendment one. She favor the amendment indicate you're saying aye. aye no. I just had it.
2: That bill now heads to the Senate. I'm Kelly Bennett.
4: This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling. But that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's pulps. Why? You know why. Because
0: picky people pick pulps. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon. Here on Super Talk Mississippi, presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: As Ira
1: and I stumble down a Mississippi Minute, which is what we usually do, we're usually stumbling around life, which is all right, go to visitmississippi.org, check out what you might stumble into that will blow your mind this week. Do it. Bring your family. All right. Uh, Ira, Dean, and I have spent a lot of time together. We finally wrote together. And maybe during the bumpers, we'll play a little bit of one of our songs, Crowded. Uh, We talked about you you playing drums you and me and Jason you know obviously our dear friend Jason young we were writing together and my sidekick your side kind of both we're actually his sidekick but beside the point we were together and you talk about playing drums and we obviously in my studio we're not well equipped not like your studio and you guys had to play be one drummer we didn't have a kick drum so who one of you were beating on I can't remember who was the kick drum and who was the snare. But you became one person. You had one set of earphones. You were watching each other, and Jason, I think, had the shaker, and that's the record that we didn't yeah, change.
2: Jason it. had Jason <laughs> had. He was playing that little trap kit, the snare and the hi hat. I was playing the kick drum and the tambourine on my butt.
1: <laughs> who? Who? But the kick drum was the is like a road case.
2: Was a was it was a my base. It was a bass case.
1: Bass case. All right. So who had the headphones on because y'all were watching each other? I can't we remember. We
2: turned the headphones uh like so the ears the speakers were pointing outwards. That's and right. that's right. And we kind of like just put one one on my head and then turned the other side out so he could hear. It was crazy he might have had him on and turned the other one out. I was watching him. I was just going off at
1: him. Do you realize y'all were pretty much in sync in life anyway, because such good friends, but also to pull that off, and there was zero edits. Do you know that we didn't edit one thing? And I learned a lot about making a record with you then. Uh, First of all, the fact that we could write without laughing the entire time, or me laughing the entire time, especially with you and Jason. Second of all, um, how serious you got. It was business, but how prolific and prophetic you really are and that took it to another level with me besides i already knew how talented you were and i was humbled to be in the room with you but besides that it just let me you know just it was just it, it was another level because i was going like I man
2: reckon and down. um and well i'm i'm a good i'm a good bunch of guys i've been, <laughs> I've been, <laughs> been sure told are. there's like three of me
1: <laughs> there are there are there are i can see them walking in the room sometimes one walks in the room before the other it's an interesting thing you know, I'm going to tell I, Yeah,
2: that does happen. <laughs> uh, sometimes the wrong one shows up to the wrong event.
1: <laughs> hey, but you know what? I remember playing the solo, the, the wah-wah part, right? And I remember going, okay, I'm going to go record it now. And you looked at me and go, Steve, you just did it. And I said, no, I, I'm goofing off. Do you know that taught me our subconscious, a lot of times we get it right. And I listen back. And, and I've made more records that have done me well With that knowing, oh, wait a minute. Ira told me that that worked out the first time. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with that. And maybe I just did it again and again. And it happens. It's funny when your subconscious and just sort of this, the piddling, I guess I call it turns into something actual that is glue that you have to have. Have you experienced that, you know, with yourself and playing and, and look back and go, man, how did that come out?
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I learned that really the first Trick Pony record playing on that, it's weird that, uh yeah, Chuck Howard would do that to me all the time. I go, okay, go red. And he goes, we already got it. And I was like, no, we don't. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, nah, nah, that, I don't think I nailed that part. And he goes, just listen back. And when you listen back with fresh ears, you're going, oh, I nailed it. So yeah. I always, <laughs> I double check my, my, um, My roughs all the time because sometimes, sometimes subconsciously, when you're playing it, there's a loose, there's a there's kind of a fluidness to it that feels right, and the more you rehearse that part, the more stale it gets. Right, right, right. Interesting. You can sit there and play it a hundred times, but it's never as good as that first time going down. Sometimes.
1: Well, there's an innocence and a naivete, I guess, of 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 just doing it without thinking that. Now it's not all the time. But man sometimes you're like wow what a gift because it feels like a gift like I didn't do that you know and that may – how did I why did even why did I even do that and it's just interesting but you've been making records a long time and do you feel like right now we're talking to Ira Dean folks do you feel like that you're as you make coffee uh I can hear it right now I hope put, put please yep. put two splenders and some extra cream please for me but when you do that do you feel like that as you've evolved and as the music business has evolved and you look at where you are right now uh besides pinching yourself you've worked really hard and you deserve it and you're crazy talented and it's it's a no we've talked about it being a possible no brainer or a brainer but it's not easy just the work that you have to continue like a like a you know well oiled machine you got to do that where, like a great athlete you look at Tom Brady still getting to play quarterback at a, such a high le- level right um, yeah, we, you and I are built to do this forever. We love it. We still love it like we did when we were kids. We've talked about that. And to be able to pull it off at our age as we, as we make our way into the, uh, into our 40s. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, as we make our way through life and get to still do it, I know we feel blessed, but what do you do? Uh, is there any thought process? Do you get up and go, okay, here's what I need to do to stay in shape, uh, in the game, in the game that we're in. Does I make any sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Um, well, staying in shape mentally to me is, I mean, because being a songwriter, it's, you can, it's, you know, your brain's a muscle. You got to exercise it. So I try to keep the pen moving and don't let the pen stand still. And yeah. even if I'm just writing notes to myself, you know, I, you don't have to write a song to, keep mentally motivated and so i'm afraid to let the pen stand still sometimes as far as i wish working out wise since covid i haven't been in a gym this has been crazy but um man i i think when you love what you do and we're 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 the chosen few that get to do what we truly love like if i was making no money at it and there was a lot of years i didn't and there's you know Every career's got peaks and valleys, and there's not many people know about the times between when you're right. Times between hits, man. When you truly love what you do, you just do it. I mean, I really don't think a lot about it. I think about it more when I'm not doing it as much. So, huh. yeah, um, that's kind of scary. I'm always, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm always afraid that I'll get. In this business, you don't retire, you get retired. Sometimes, you know, you're walking around and you, and you don't even know you've been retired for five years. So I'm always afraid that this business is such a, a blink in the eye that it's going to retire me before I before I say, you know, before I write the, 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 the song, you know, the yeah. career song. Huh. You know, I don't want to be retired. But I still got lots to say. Yeah. So well,
1: well, you just wrote one that, you know, you talked top ten, you know, first you know, to Billboard to number one, only ten songs you are know, number nine, right? The ninth song to do it says nineteen fifty eight. Right? Yeah.
2: I mean that's and in, in, in that's, both in both country and pop. Yeah, that's getting there.
1: You know, with Aaron. You know, Aaron Lewis has obviously started on the the rock side and and it made his way into a, a, a obviously a deep passion for for country music, but Aaron's just Aaron to me, right? And, uh, yeah you're you know you're seeing Jason Jason Isabel you're seeing a lot of art you see uh St- Chris Stapleton a lot of acts are just being themselves they're crossing over the thing in fact I told Gwen the other day I said if I hear okay I get I get it I love Staple. I love him right love him as a human being love him as yeah. everything but he's a great guy but on Pandora sometimes when he's on French cooking music you know, he shows up in the in the reggae world. He shows up uh, on Pavarotti. He sh- I said, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he just shows up on every playlist there is. And I'm going, like no, no, that's not what's going on here. How does that happen? But um, anyway, uh, you get so big, you get bigger than it all like Willie did. And I know Aaron yeah. and you guys. So when y'all are on the road right now. What's the configuration? Are y'all doing anything together on stage as well? I know that there's you and him, and is he he's sticking to the solo acoustic stuff?
2: Well, um, it's a mixture of a lot of stuff. Um, we go out. Some shows are the Unplugged Tour, which is w- what we're doing right now, and it's just me and him on one bus. And we go out, and um, this is our day. We'll have breakfast, sound check, lunch. I'll go for a walk, chill out. And then I'll get ready, and I'll go, be right back. Time to make the donuts. I go on stage. I play 37 minutes. <laughs> I come back off. I said, they're warmed up for you. Go hit it. And then he goes and plays, just him and the acoustic guitar. I hit the shower on the bus, watch some TV, go to bed, and <laughs> it's Awful. on to the next town. Awful. And Awful. It's terrible, isn't it, when you can go out with your friends and just yeah. play some music and have fun. And then um, sometimes it's he does do some full full band shows. And I'll go out there with acoustic guitar and do my thing.
1: Are you a a morning guy, Ira? And is he a morning guy? Is there any sort of clash as far as being on one
5: bus? No,
2: we're both morning people. That's good. We both like to wake up early, um, watch TV, watch the news, see what's going on in the world, have coffee.
3: Love it.
1: Love it. Well, crap. We'll shoot that right now and let's take a break real quick And before our last segment with the great Ira Dean, my my dear, 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 dear friend. Go to visit Mississippi.org. I will become your dear, 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 dear friend because you'll go, wow, look at that. So many wonderful things to do in our great state. Don't go nowhere. I will be right back.
2: Like somebody, he can change. The church bells ringing in my ear
3: To the smell of cheap perfume and last night's beer
0: Your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every leak-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm.
3: Carter Jewelers is giving away roses and kisses with every jewelry purchased. And when you draw your Hershey's kiss, you'll receive extra discounts up to 30% depending on the color of your kiss. These additional kiss discounts apply to all the jewelry in our stores, including jewelry with second and third markdowns, all engagement rings, loose diamonds, and hundreds of pieces of fine jewelry marked down under $100 and under $200. These kiss discounts also come with a half dozen roses from our friends at Greenbrook Flowers during this massive clearance sale which add up to incredible savings store-wide. We have 18 months interest-free financing, layaway, and no credit check financing. Thank you to our friends who have voted us best of Jackson for the last three years with the Jackson Free Press. So kiss discounts up to 30% off free roses as Carter Jewelers at the corner of State and High Street, downtown Jackson, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg.
0: 864-3752. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to SeaSpire Country. It's just like the rest of the country.
4: One place, many solutions.
0: In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: I'm with Ira Dean, and he's not back. He actually left and hung up. No, he's not. He's still here, actually. No, I'm here. He's here. here. Visit Mississippi.org is here. Check it out, please, folks. Uh just uh, trust me on that. Uh, a lot of things that you have not done or seen in our state that's there that the world comes to visit. So uh, don't forget, uh, it's great that you go check it out so then you can proclaim it and scream it from uh, your Facebook, your social media at work. It's awesome. We got to share the love. Visit Mississippi.org. Ira Dean and I go way back. We do a lot of charity events together. I try to get him to ours every time we can. Uh, he's a very busy man, but uh, hopefully this year he'll be off. Uh, I like it when things get canceled only because I get to have moments with Ira. It's an awful, awful <laughs> way to have him. But, are right, you, you fall in love. You bought a house in Nashville. Where are you now? And and how much of the farm did you keep?
2: I kept all the farm.
1: That's my boy. All right.
2: Yeah. I, um, we, me and my girlfriend, Jennifer, um, she's from Naples, Florida. So we got a house down there too. But um we readers just how we we're looking at new houses cuz I just signed a new deal and I need to get closer to town so I can hit the office and all that stuff. And so I always love the Loveless Cafe area. Yeah. It's far enough outside of town but not, you know, but you can be in downtown in 22 minutes.
1: You just want to eat the biscuits. You want to be close.
2: Yeah. Walk down the hill and yeah. eat the biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> so we we found this house up here and it's it's beautiful. It overlooks uh we're on top of a little mountain here, overlooking all these woods behind us. And we back up against the Natchez woods and um it's beautiful. And it echoes when I talk Hey It's huge.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, who's that? Who just who just screamed? What is that?
2: that? That was Missy Barking. Missy. Missy, we love Missy. I love her, but Mi- um, matter of fact, <laughs> she's been even she's been to Mississippi.
1: You dang right, she has. Missy was my like, dog, was like my- Missy's a rock star. She's like Instagram star.
2: Yeah, my little chihuahua has been to Mississippi. For y'all <laughs> listening, I love Mississippi. I went down there one time to Steve's event and ended up driving back, taking a detour just to find Robert Johnson's grave. And hung out there at Robert Johnson's grave just to play guitars and, and hang out, try to get some <laughs> of that good mojo.
1: Oh, you got it. You got it. Let's talk uh, about you and Missy. I love you talking about Missy. I know you do love it here. And you know what? Everybody wears your IFD hats. We don't have to talk about what that stands for. But on this PG-13 radio show. But Ira podcasts. Father Dean. Yeah, Ira Father Dean. And so, but... Father Dean Ira Father Ira Dean it's nice to talk to you today I do have a confession one thing I do have to say is uh that uh, all my priest fans out there I apologize uh what um let's talk about some of the posts that you did with Missy and, and how can people can, are you still doing any posts on your Instagram with Missy
2: I, I was getting ready to do that I was looking at Missy before you called I was like you know me and Missy haven't done a post in forever so I need to do that
1: <laughs> you got to do it okay um, you're gonna do this after the show so yeah. I want you to do that because I want people to go to Ira Dean's. Ira Dean.
2: Ira Dean Bass. Bass, bass is like bass, bass guitar or bass. It. Yeah, Ira Dean Bass. B-A-S-S. Yep. And I have a little blue dot. That's my Instagram. Yep. Ira yep. Dean Bass. And then um, go to uh, Facebook. I don't know. I got a personal account and a music ac- and right. a fan music account. account. My, right. personal, my personal account's full, but go to the other one. I will do a Mississippi Minute Missy. <laughs> post right after i hang up hey
1: folks please follow ira and i on instagram you know we're a little behind the eight ball on this and we do need more followers so instagram i want you to follow ira dean base at that's ira dean d-e-a-n-b-a-s-s and you can follow steve azar and to spell that for you i'm is s-t-e-v-a-z-a-r as never mind i'm not spelling the things right anyway the point is we would do appreciate you guys following us on facebook i got three
2: friends my yeah. mama <laughs> <I'm just
1: kidding. laughs> well at least your mom's your friend mom's gonna my mom I know a whip on me she still wants to get me <laughs> she still wants to get me i love it well we're gonna do that all right let me ask you uh before we leave uh you and aaron where, where are you going what's the tour look like in the spring
2: february february 22nd i'm cutting an album. i, I go down to muscle show the same and i'm cutting starting to cut a record of my wow. own love this is it. the first record first record I've ever had an outside producer I've always just wow. cut demos and got signed off my demos but. sure uh, Noah Gordon's going to produce it with me. He produces Montgomery Gentry, love and it, a bunch of others. So we're going to go in the studio February 20th. i I'm going to my last hurrah. This I think this will be my last.
1: No, album. it's not going to be your. La- you're yeah, too I think young. so. No, I
2: swear to God, I'm. You know, it's time to let these young bucks get in there. And who am I to hold things up? I'll just write and produce. But I'm going to do one last record and oh, write off into it. the sunset.
1: That's awesome. That is great news. Well, well, listen, Ira, I love you, pal. Hugs to Jennifer, to Missy, hey, Gwen sends love. You too, love. Brother. Gwen, send
2: you love. I out. love you. To, oh, tell everybody I love them, too. I miss the mess out of you. I'll be down there. If I'm not working, you know, I'll be there because I love you. I love you, and you, I love, you. Just me and you have like so many mutual friends. A lot of them met through you, but you, you, you surround yourself with good peeps. Well, man.
1: you're the best partner. I love you. You go do your thing. Enjoy. You're the only person that's moving closer to town, which is incredible. All our friends, they can't move further away.
2: <laughs> just, well, I still got my place out there. I know.
1: I know. I so, love it. I love it. I love. It. I'm
2: going to go out. I'm going to go out there probably today. I got to fly out Wednesday, so All I'll right. go there later on the day and walk around.
1: Travel safe, my friend, my friend, my friend, Ira Dean, the great oh, Ira Dean.
2: Thank you.
1: Visit Mississippi.org, folks. I'm Steve Azar. Check it out. We'll see you later. I'm taking Ira Dean to Dancing Rabbit, and we'll get off the phone. And also check out Instagram when he and Facebook when he posts Missy, a special in a Mississippi Minute post. We'll see you later. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time.
0: Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Supertalk. Supertalk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Supertalk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production.